Through November 12th, get $60 by mail on a Firestone Visa prepaid card when you buy a set of four eligible Firestone tires from Manly Tire and Oil. Get your new grips for winter at Manly Tire and Oil. Just a hop, skip, and a jump east to Valley Springs in Manly, Minnesota. From the KDLT Weather Center and meteorologist Blaze Keller, he says that we're going to have some clouds roll in tonight with the possibility of showers developing and a low of 62. Then tomorrow afternoon, not going to change very much as far as temperatures, only a high of 64. And as the showers roll through, wind will search around to the northwest, gusting as high as 25 miles per hour through the day. Then four we'll have tomorrow night, clear skies, wind diminishing, and a low of 38, sunny in 66 for Sunday. As we get into next week, we'll have temperatures seesawing back and forth 64 Monday, 54 Tuesday, and then back into the 60s on Wednesday. Currently 76 at KSOO. It's the middle of the afternoon, and you have someone live and local on your radio. Patrick Lally, Information 1000, KSOO. 438. I'm sorry, 433 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000, KSOO. Welcome to Friday, right? And we are continuing our conversation with Mr. Charles K. Luden. He, of course, the Sioux Falls Poet Laureate. You know, people probably think there is a Sioux Falls Poet Laureate, but there's not. I just make that up. I actually have a buddy I used to work at the Zero's Data Center. used to call me the Poet Lariat. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) Like the the pickup or the rope, you know, the Lariat. Um, So uh, I want you to read something. Uh, So you've got, what what are you going to read from? I'm going to read from my newest book, Drilling the Hooves of Sheep. And this one is somewhat topical uh, with the removal of the railroad downtown, which is kind of a tragedy for me. But anyway, I love the trains. Anyway, um, (laughs) this one is called Revealing Oneself to Oneself. The trains are banging in the night at the downtown yard. I'm not getting to sleep, but that's not why. I need to be smarter, able to follow through, bring things into existence. One's limitations are so excessive when viewed from within. I wrote that back in 1991. Nice. I like the imagery. The, the trains, you're talking about the trains. It, has a, it was a big part of this city for a long time, that, that central switching yard. Uh, the old Stockman's Pub was there, and that's now Fernson on 8th. I recently scanned in some photographs that I took in 1963 off the viaduct. And that was before the 11th Street Viaduct was built when we only had the 10th Street one. Right. And I was amazed at how many rail cars were actually there. Morels, um, refrigerator cars just lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a junkyard there, of course, the old um, Louis Pits. Abel. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. It was a completely different looking yeah, place. Yeah, totally different, yeah. And um, What do you think of the, the redevelopment of downtown? It's, it, it has, it's really nice. It has a completely different feel from the old one. Y- yes, it does. Um, and it was, it's, they're doing some nice things down there. I'm going to miss the trains just because it's watching trains are my hobby. My father was a large railroad builder, model railroad. We had a huge HO table in my basement. It was like a 14 feet by 9 feet table of HO gauge rail yeah. trains. And it was just wonderful. There's something gritty and real about a, a, a rail switching yard. And ours isn't that big, but it was cool. It is cool. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, yeah, true. true. Um, I want you to, t- t- you've been part of Sioux Falls and the Sioux Falls nightlife for a lot of 
different phases. So when you you got out of high school in 1967, correct? What was what was this place like in the 60s too? Is for a guy who uh, was a musician and a poet and trying to connect culturally. Actually, musically, there was a lot of opportunities at that time because a good percentage of the night spots in town, bars, three two joints, had live music. Yeah. And one of the, f- the first places I ever played drums in public was at the old bullpen, which is now near where the county courthouse is a new one. And they, when they rebuilt that area, they'd raise mm-hmm. some buildings. It was yep. right next to the Golden Pheasant. Anyway, um, there used to be old jazz managers to play there. And I got up with a friend and played his drum kit for a while. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So and were you in high school then? I, w- I was, yeah. Yeah. And um, then my first gig, I actually had money was in the basement of what is now Minerva's when it was um, called the coast. It was Harry's Happy Hour. Got and it. the basement was called the Rendezvous Room. <laughs> and they had live music upstairs and downstairs both. Wow. And I was playing with a guitar player from New Jersey who went to Sioux Falls College. And I was going to Augie at the time. And we got to talking and he got these gigs. And I, I played with him for two weeks down there. Two weeks? Yeah. But when, yeah, and... Uh, and upstairs, Tiny Cherokee was playing, and Greg Olson was playing drums, who is still playing drums in town. He's one of the great local jazz drummers of all time. That's outstanding. And that, that whole stretch of Phillips there was interesting because there were a, a lot of lounges. But the real action was farther north, right? I mean, that's where a lot of the bars and clubs I, were. Yes, I saw some of that happen. And I tell people about that, and they don't really believe you. There was enough bars in downtown Sioux Falls. If you stood near the Kello building downtown and had a shot or a drink in each bar as you walked from 14th down to 5th Street on Phillips and back up on Main, you wouldn't have been able to make it. There was that many bars downtown. Yeah, I and they had great names, too. The Golden Pheasant, isn't that what you the said? The Golden Pheasant, um, Sarge's Tavern... Tommy Tucker's, um, of course, who could forget the pomp room, the mm-hmm. Rainbow Bar and Grill, the Corral Bar, um, you the know Budget that, Tap. That old rainbow sign is in up on the uh, second floor of David, Club David. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, it's in the window. And oh, okay. That was a great sign. See, I played down there quite a bit. I, I was in Howie Gamber's country band for a while. Yeah, Rainbow was a very much a country dance bar. It was. It was packed. And it had the largest wooden dance floor west of the river. Yeah, when that was and there until the end, it was huge. And when the American Legion rebuilt their place, they patterned their dance floor after the one at the Rainbow. Really? Yeah. Then, of course, later cool. became the uh, the limelight. Yep. And it was a great venue then as well. But they're all the everything else around it had been was gone. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you uh, uh, you played the Rainbow? Where else did you play back in the days? Oh, the Swedes Playtime Club, which is originally called the playboy tap that was uh, next to the hollywood theater which of course is gone now yep that was at eighth and eighth and phillips Phillips, yeah a little bit north you know about four doors north on phillips yeah we went to movies there when i was a kid oh yeah still going star wars i think played there it may have i think the last film they showed there was the last picture show oh wow and i went to that so and then across i don't mean to make this up Back in the day, there was kind of that area over uh, on 6th Street where that bus garage is now, and there were a bunch of bars over there, too. I played there. The Night Owl it also had a name, The White Front, The Crazy Elephant, and I had played drums there with the Gypsy and the Outlaws. We played after hours sometimes because the place was 
it didn't close basically right and right. um there was some really interesting stuff happened there um the native americans got in a fight with the bikers one night there and it got really strange the bartender kept a two by four under the under his yeah. counter yeah. to protect his cash register in case fights broke out oh my god and, it, 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 and uh after that happened the next couple of nights Occasionally, the police would come by, and one guy would stand on each corner before a cop, just watching the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, it was interesting. And the, the the amazing thing to me is all the buildings are gone. Not just, I mean, all that stuff is just gone. Yeah, it is. Yes, it's kind of amazing. I've got a lot of photography from that era that I've recently scanned into my computer. That would be great. Yeah. I'd love to see that. I, you should. Uh, we should do like you should do a show. You know what I mean. One could. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, we're talking with Chuck Luden. He is, of course, Sioux Falls Poet Laureate and a musician from many eras of Sioux Falls nightlife. We're going to come right back after commercial and continue our walk through history. I'm loving this. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Real events. Real people.